And that is, um, well, I don't want to say make you smarter. You're already smart. You're listening to here. <laughs> you know, come on. He's listening to here. Okay. Yes. Listening to here. I'm good. Very uh, smart. It's time for five things you need to know. Stand by. Five, four, three, two. Count, 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 count down. Sequence one. one. Five things you need to know. English, clearly my second language. <laughs> Five things you need to know. Brought to you by our friends at the Portsmouth Table Shipyard. I got jobs for you, man. That just wait. Great pay and federal benefits. Email your resume, ptnh-jobs at maybe.mil. Kensington to Boston. Heading to Hooksit from Laconia at, to add another Duncan. What are you, building another Duncan? Or are you going to get another Duncan? Because I'm sure there's a lot of Duncans in between Laconia yeah. uh, and, and Hooksit. But uh, five things you need to know. Scott McMullen is going to start off with the first fact that will be of value to you. That is a Van Halen song, kids. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. While celebrating his 76th birthday... In Cabo this year, Sammy Hagar looked at Michael Anthony and he said, Hey, tonight, let's play a couple oldies. So they started quickly talking and realized that some of these songs they had not played in over 20 years. And with the release of the Van Halen box set, The Collection 2, which focuses on the four albums that Sammy Hagar sang on, they've decided to go out on tour and celebrate the Van Hagar era of Van Halen. It's good, man. It's good. July 26th, Mansfield, Massachusetts. The band will be rocking. It's on a Thursday night. I go back and forth because this is going to be a great set. Who's in the band? Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, Jason Bonham, and Joe Satriani will be playing the role of Eddie Van Halen. Loverboy opens up. Yep. And we have win before you can buy tickets the rest of the week. It goes on sale Friday morning Holy at 10 a.m. Smoke. Joe Satriani. A lot of women in it. Out of all of that, you just Loverboy. came away with Loverboy. Wait a second. Loverboy. <laughs> Game changer. Now you got my attention. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Kelly. Now, Sammy Hagar has made it clear that the door is open for Alex Van Halen, for, uh, of course, Wolfgang, and then, of course, his little jab was uh, David Lee Roth's invited, but he probably doesn't know any of my songs or how to sing them right. There you go. I got to tell you, man, you cannot, uh, you cannot knock these songs. Like, I, look, when I think of Van Halen, I think of David Lee Roth. But I only that only because that was my teenage me, years. This is my teenage and, years. And, this and, is was see, on this was, MTV. This is great all stuff. All the time. Yeah, I, mine too. I, because I think of David Lee Roth, it is not a knock on Sammy Halen as uh, Sammy Hagar. It's just that's what I grew up yep. with at the time, you know. But this was the, you know, when Van Halen came to town, it was with Sammy Hagar during my time, yeah. and I saw him five or six times. Loved it, so I considered it my Van Halen. And then when I did get a chance to see the David Lee Roth fronted, it was it was kind of a joke. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I, nobody asked me. I didn't yeah, like it. In case you're wondering, I, I didn't like it. So there it is. I am so excited. Come here, baby. 
And I mean, I just rolled nobody like will ever replace David Lee Roth. But uh, Joe Satriani, they were buddies. And I love this. Uh, I, you couldn't ask for a better person to fill in. Because you know what? Yeah. Wolfie's doing his own thing. Leave the kid alone. He's not his dad. And this is going to be a damn good tour. Wolfie's good, man. Yeah. Wolfie. I just listened to the new record yesterday. Um, it, it jumps in your face. Right out from cut one. Um, uh, good stuff. So, all right. There's, uh, there's the first of five. We now uh, we migrate from uh, Scotty's seat to about, uh, I'd say, 15, 20 feet. No, no, no. Yeah, maybe 20. 15, 20 feet away across the hallway. In her own, uh, in her own little uh, universe is uh, the lovely Kayla Windsor, who has uh, her five things. Well, uh, I know for a fact that uh, Christmas time is a, is a loving time. My sister got engaged on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that stuff that goes on. And now, this is incredible. If you're thinking about doing something here uh, around Christmas time, proposing, maybe your um, partner is a fan of Elf. One of the best Christmas movies ever. Ever. It is. Nobody's arguing. You're in luck. Um, There is a new engagement ring uh, that is being designed that is inspired by Elf in honor of their 20th anniversary. It features an 18-carat yellow gold band. Uh, band with two pear-shaped gemstones, a green emerald to represent the color of Buddy's uniform, and a smaller diamond to celebrate a way uh, to symbolize a white Christmas. Now it's a candy cane sparkler. So this ring also has ten small red and white diamonds on the band. Wait for it. They also have snowflakes engraved inside. Well, is that not enough? Of course it isn't. There's more. <laughs> oh boy. The packaging is full of Christmas magic. The Rings box is actually a snow globe uh, that features the New York City skyline that you'll remember from the movie. Mm. The box is engraved with a quote from the movie, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. Uh, (laughs) This thing goes for just shy of $19,000. I think this is fantastic. Mm. Bye, buddy. Hope Hope you find it. It's my favorite. Well, how cute is that? If you've got somebody that you love and you're going to propose and they love Elf, this is fantastic. Yep, it's uh, it's definitely uh, definitely not bad. I will uh, I will agree with you there. And you got that music. Uh, I think of the music, right? This is I think this is it right here. Right, this yep. is it right here. When he's decorating the store, mm-hmm. Santa, ten a.m. Oh, okay. you're an angry elf. Don't make me. <laughs> Don't make call me an elf one more time. <laughs> call me an elf one more time. Just, Congratulations. Oh. Santa, I know him. I, and, 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 and Zoe Deschanel is so good. adorable in that uh, in that movie. So oh, anyway. Spread uh, Christmas cheer. Yeah. Sing loud for all to hear. You know what I didn't like in the movie? What? I didn't like James Conn. Uh, like Santa? Well, oh, no, no, no. He's a dab. He's a dab. He comes around. He comes around. But he comes around. I believe that. But the thing about James Conn is I always thought he was probably a dick. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just, just thought a little too on. Yeah. On like, point. That was his role is to be the, the grumpy no, jerk. And, and he then did great. You're turning around. He did great. And yeah, uh, he who, did great. Mary Elizabeth... Um, I'm trying to think. Of Master it, Antonio? Is she in it? No. No. Who's the wife? Mary... Steenburgen. Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, she's great. She was in uh, Step Brothers. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, there you go. Kelly Brown. Favorite food groups. What do you- mm. <laughs> <laughs> candy, candy cane, candy corn, something else, and candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations. Greatest cup of coffee in the Ever. world. Congratulations. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. Go Sticking ahead. with the holiday theme, mm-hmm. uh, experts say, did you go to the back to the real tree, by the way? 
Back this to the real. We are this year. this year. Oh. You are this year. You, this year, it looks oh, like damn. we're going back to the. Uh, I don't think we've gotten rid of the old one yet. Uh -huh. But yes, the I believe the plan is we will re-enter the live tree hmm? thing. Well, it's a good thing because experts say, and I had a gut feeling on this. I think we, a lot of us had a gut feeling on this. The, the the real tree people that the real tree, as opposed to a fake one, is better actually for your health, Greg. Texas A&M's Professor Charlie Hall, and they just did a big study on this, says that exposure to live plants re reduces anxiety and depression, and Christmas trees uh, fit the bill. On top of that, he says picking out the perfect tree as a family is a bonding experience that boosts your psychological health. My kids are 29 and 30. I don't know if they're going to go with us this year. Well, I go with my parents. Picking out the perfect huh? box. I still go with my parents. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, the, when I'm 41. Okay, old, well, my 42? kids are. It's just know. a little different. That's all. That's just saying. And it, they're always busy, and so I'm like, we're going to get it tonight, whether they can go or not. <laughs> it's just it. We yeah, got to. We make it. a thing of it. Mm -hmm. Christmas trees are also hardier. Uh, they can grow where other trees cannot, so it's good for the environment. Um, and if you want to recycle a fake tree. First of all, 85% of artificial trees are made in China. Mine wasn't. Mine was made in the United States of America. And they're almost impossible to recycle. You'd have to uh, pull each individual needle off the whole fake tree, top to bottom, to recycle an artificial tree. Yeah, you'd burn it. You'd, you don't burn the plastic. You'd take it out of the woods and just leave it. No. I um drive by drive by uh drive by some store dumpster and just right there. Just like, I, uh, isn't that what everybody does? No. I put it in the dumpster and it's their problem. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, actually that's funny that you brought that up because I didn't know what to do with it. I don't know what you do with an old fake tree for those exact reasons you said. Yeah. So start pulling those needles off one by one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Laura, what do you have? Well, I got sad news for a few of you here in the studio. Well, actually, everybody except me and Kayla outside the studio. <laughs> oh, so this is sad news for men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've always known that women tend to outlive men. But now, the gender gap, gender death gap, it's getting big. Six years. Six years. American men are dying six years before us women. I'm sorry, guys. Just Maybe we want to. Yeah. Back in 2010, it was only four-point-eight year gap, and then, yeah. which was the smallest, and it, and it just keeps going up. My prediction is that we're all living longer, but women are just living longer, longer. You know what I'm saying? What was that? Well, longer, 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 longer. Because li women have to prove you wrong. So they have to, they, they want that six years to say, I told you, you know what I mean, kind of thing. And maybe Scotty's onto something when after being, you know, told we're wrong and nagged at for our whole lives, we just decide to pull the ripcord, you know, we just jump out of the plane. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Your life is so tough for you guys. Yeah. Thank yes. you for acknowledging yeah. that. I appreciate it. So Finally, she's come around, Scotty. Yeah, I, I hear you know? sarcasm. I will I say, I don't. on even sad for everybody, that the life expectancy in the U.S. is actually dropping um uh -oh, back yeah not good at all uh back in 2019 uh we were at about 78.8 years we're down to in 2021 it was 76.1 years uh we're they're saying it's attributed to deaths of despair um obviously alcoholic uh, liver disease suicides drug use overdoses and that kind of stuff so actually 
all of us are not living as long well, as we should be. Has anything to do with the pandemic as well? Huh? Yeah, well, th- those uh, feelings would only be exacerbated mm, yeah. by 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 the pandemic. You know, uh, being alone and the thought that the whole world seems like it's on fire, um, you know, literally, I mean, socially and actually physically. So, I mean, why would anybody be bummed out? I'm sorry. What? Sorry to bum you out. Anybody. Wow. <laughs> I'm kind of de- depressed now. I thought I already was. You brought us down. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You know what you need? You need a little uh, hope. Brothers and sisters. Reverend Greg is here, Reverend here for you Greg. to bring you some news. The everlasting. Change your life. I'm going to change your life. This is what I want you to do today. I want you to get up. I want you to have that cup of coffee. Okay, I want you to have that cup of coffee. You go and you enjoy that cup of coffee at the table. You just look out there at the morning sun rising and you just greet that day. And then you get in the car and you go to the airport and you fly down to Mexico. Mexico. By the end of the day. That's you near to. Be, that's where you need to be. You have to head for El Chanal, a small town in Mexico, where they have witnessed a miracle. Oh no! A miracle of all miracles. They see after a small statue of the Virgin Mary appeared to cry during a church service. What? Tears coming down. From the Virgin Mary's face. Oh boy. Light, rays of light shining into the actual church, Kelly. Video posted on social media shows little drops of water appearing to fall from the statue's eyes. Witnesses also claim that Mary's eyes have turned red from crying. The statue around the eyes has turned red. Telling you, man, get on a plane, go. It's probably a Patriots fan. <laughs> probably a Patriots fan. Only in New England do we turn these kind of things into something to do with our sports team. The statue has reportedly attracted hundreds of people flocking to see the possible miracle for themselves. Meanwhile, Professor Luigi uh, Garnaschelli. Luigi! Which, yeah, Scotty loves Luigi says there is a logical reason for the statue's tears, explaining that some statues absorb water due to porous materials they're made out of. Because of this small scratch near the tear duct, it can cause the moisture to fall back out and look like it's crying. Luigi! There's always a naysayer, the non-believer. Okay? Well, when the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the, when everything, when they take everybody up to heaven, what's that called? The, uh, You're asking Exodus. the wrong guy. Yeah, uh, yeah no I idea. Know, I know, There's a word for it. Uh... Whatever. When it happens, <laughs> and then all the all the all the good people ascend to heaven, you, that professor is going to be down the ground going, "What about me?" Yep. And you could be floating up at the end going, "Sorry, chief. Sorry, chief. You poo pooed the uh, crying Mary." Yeah. Right. Luigi. Never, never poo poo the crying Mary. So, in all of the wake of Laura's bad news, I'm just telling you, you might want to head down to El Chanal, uh, Mexico, to see the miracle. You know what's weird? People will travel. They will just on the rumor of a, of something like that happening. They will travel hundreds and hundreds of miles to go see it. I know a guy that actually did that 
and went uh, to some Did wall. You go see the toast? No, no, the grilled cheese? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. The he went, no, I'm that was serious. You he, know, he, he went serious too. to touch this statue that apparently did that, and it was a big thing for him. Who am I to say? You know? Well, come when I got, uh, I touched the statue, I got asked to leave. Yeah. Well, you go there to touching it in the wrong spot. Yeah, good point, good point. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. You got a little bit of a uh, um, Virgin Mary statue crying down in Mexico if you want to go, you know. You just found out you have six years. Uh, you're going to exit the world six years before your uh, wife does. If you're a, if you're a male, and um, you know if you want to go and feel a little bit better, you can go touch that statue. Maybe she'll help you out. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So there you go. There's five things right there. I just I just brought I brought it down. Well, I did. I mean, she brought it down. I brought it back up. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Uh, we have uh, we have tickets to Trans Siberian Orchestra uh, today, and do we have? Uh, Van Halen, when's that start? Right now, if you want. No, no, right. we can't do it right Sammy, now. It's Sammy Hagar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Right. Sammy Hagar with Loverboy. Yeah. Uh, so we will uh, we will get to that. Also today, Andrew Raycroft, 7.30, talking Boston Bruins hockey. They uh, opened up a can last night uh, against the Buffalo Sabres, which is always good. So we got that for you. Got who's the douchebag? That's going to happen. Scott McMullen is going to give us some sensuous foot massages. I'm not much of a foot guy. I don't want to touch your foot. Shoulders? I have no problem with that. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, We will begin all of that and more as we proceed through a Wednesday morning. What kind of a show is this? Roadkill, Laura, Kelly, and the Godfather.